At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. To the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. You know, I I did want to mention one more thing. So I want to move on to the other running backs, and uh, you know, I I wanted to talk about Kyron Williams, and we talked about him early. You know, one other note um, that I had here was that um, so you know they obviously are at they're in Cincy. Um, the Rams are in Cincy this week. Right, since he is Monday a night. two and yep. a half favorite, two and a half point favorite, and I'm looking at that on Fantasy Life's Game Hub, and Burrow's banged up. Right, so beginning of the year, you were looking at this game on the schedule, and you're like, "Oh, Rams at Bengals, the Bengals going to destroy them." But this could be a positive game script for the Rams, or a neutral game script for the Rams. This does not seem like a game where Cincinnati is just going to run away with it, right? The way that Matthew Stafford is playing, right? So this is shaping up for Kyron Williams. This game is shaping up for Kyron Williams to get a huge workload, right? And then the 10 targets on top of that. I mean, he's pretty much matchup proof at this point because of the fact that he's being worked in, you know, in the run game and in the receiving game, right? So, like, again, you know, I have him as my RB6 on the week, okay? So this is a situation where you have Kyron Williams in your lineup no matter what. All right. Yeah. So just just the, wanted to just wanted to add that to to what we were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah. The you the utilization will not lead you astray in the long run. Maybe on in, on a week to week basis you can look at utilization. Sometimes you just have a bad week, but in the long run, Kyron Williams if he keeps this up, he is in fantastic shape. All right. So where are we putting Zach Moss, man? Um. You know he's in. He's in Baltimore this week. 
The Ravens are favored by seven and a half. Okay. Uh, this might be a negative game script for the Colts this week, right? Especially if Anthony yeah. Richardson doesn't play. Right. So this could be a little bit of a trap for Zach, Zach Moss. Um, you know, if Gardner Mitchell does play, then, you know, it might be a little bit better where he is getting those dump offs. But Anthony Richardson has also been dumping it off a little bit more than, you know, than we thought he would. You know, Zach Moss was an every down player. So usually these every down players are going to be started regardless. Right. So it's a little bit of a tricky right. situation for me. Um, how are you looking at Zach Moss? Is he kind of going to be in your life no matter what? Or are you a little bit worried? Uh, the only thing that would worry me with Zach Moss, like you mentioned, is the potential for the game script to go wrong. But Gardner Minshew's there. If they do go down, like you said, he's being used not just in the ground game. He's in every down back. He was getting some targets. So that kind of like quells my worry. You know what I mean? I'm not that worried about it at this point. I'm definitely starting him. Ideally, as a flex, he's a good RB2, I think, this week, regardless of the matchup. So... Like we talked about just now with Kyron Williams, the utilization is there. He played, what was it, 56 to 57 snaps last week. Yeah. Is that going to happen every week? I don't know. But it looks like Zach Moss is the lead back, and we said this until, uh, what's his name, Jonathan Taylor comes back. So at this point, I just ride the Zach Moss wave out. You have two more weeks before things get really hairy with Jonathan Taylor coming back. So I'm just going to stick with Zach Moss and say that he's going to be fine. I I'd say he could finish... I'd have him as a mid to low RB2. I'm thinking like RB17 this week. I'm not sure we have him in your rankings, but that's where I think I might put him based on what we saw from him last week and just what I'm expecting this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's going up against Buffalo. Uh, I'm sorry, he's going up against, you know, Bolt. So I have I've, I had him a lot. Uh, I have him a lot higher than I thought I did. I have Zach Moss at 14 this week. And again, right. it's the attrition... At the position, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna keep saying that now. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean that's really what it comes down to, right? Um, now let's move on to Brian Robinson. You know, I got mixed up in my notes here. Brian Robinson going up against Buffalo. Buffalo's favored by more than a touchdown here at home, or are they? No, no. They Washington is at home, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? Yes, they're playing at home, Washington. Buffalo's Washington going is going to okay, Washington. So, yes. All right. So Washington's playing at home. That does help a little bit, but Buffalo's still favored by six and a half points. Um, you know, Antonio Gibson is the passing down back here. Okay. If they do have to have a, a, a if they do have to run a hurry up offense, Antonio Gibson's still on the field for those situations. Okay. Now early downs, early downs, Brian Robinson's still going to be the guy. We saw what Brees Hall did in week one, but that was Brees Hall, okay? Josh Jacobs yeah. couldn't even get above zero rushing yards last week against the Bills in a negative game <laughs> script, okay? And that was Josh Jacobs, okay? Yeah. So what is Brian Robinson going to do this week? Now, I still have Brian Robinson as a mid-RB2 this week because of the fact that, you know, he is the guy in this backfield, right? He really separated from Antonio Gibson, you know, last week in terms of right. the, the rushing share for the running backs. But Josh Jacobs is also the guy in his backfield, and he couldn't get above zero yards in a negative game script last week. Now, that was in Buffalo. Okay, so a little bit different. They're in Washington this week. Robinson has looked pretty good so far. So this is going to be an interesting one. I mean, if you have Robinson, most likely, you know, you don't have the riches 
you know, at running back. I mean, nobody has the riches at running back at this point. So most likely right. Robinson is going to be in your lineup, right? Um, but yeah, man, according to uh, Fantasy Life's data hub here, I'm sorry, according to Fantasy Life's, Fantasy Life's game hub here, the the Bills are favored by six and a half points. So I don't know, man. This is a tough one for me because it's it, it's smelling a little fishy after his really, really big game last week. Yeah, so just to touch on the game overall, like, do you think that people might be overlooking the commanders here? Because their offense isn't that bad. I mean, they look good through two weeks. Now, granted, they played the Cardinals and they played the Broncos, who are a master right now. But I think we could give them a little bit more credit here, like six and a half points at Washington. I don't know. Maybe it's just me being that guy. Brian Robinson did look good. But I think there is something to be said for his snap share. You know, he's just over 50% of snaps. Antonio Gibson is seeing the field. And like you mentioned, he has a two-minute snaps, 100%. Uh, I think Brian Robinson played like maybe two two-minute snaps this whole season. Obviously, it's two weeks. But he had an RB1 performance, 28 points on 52% of snaps. He had less carries in week two than he did in week one. He caught a couple passes. Obviously, that definitely helped inflate his production a little bit. And he had the two touchdowns. Is that going to happen every week? No. So with Brian Robinson, I'm confident starting him because he looked good last week, but I'm still not I'm not going to expect that on a weekly basis. This isn't like the next stud running back that we're talking about. He has enough. He's on a good enough offense where you can have that type of week every once in a while. But I'm expecting more towards what we saw the first week with the, you know, three, four yards per carry on 20 attempts, maybe limited receiving work. Then we then seeing what we saw last week where he had an RB1 performance, if that makes sense. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now i'm looking at all of the positive game scripts for this week for these running backs because you know that is kind of what matters when you when you want these running backs to get the volume on the ground the 49ers obviously you know against the giants christian mccaffrey could have 25 carries in this game. Okay. Um, the Ravens at home uh, against the Colts, you know, their favorite in this game as well. You're going to have Gus Edwards potentially getting 20 plus carries in this game. Uh, Miami favored heavily against Denver. 
right? You could have Raheem Moser doing what he did last week, you know, getting the volume and getting the production. Uh, yep. Jaguars favored a ton over the Texans. You got Travis Etienne, you know, potentially having a bounce back week this week. Um, mm-hmm. The Bills, right? We just talked about it. James Cook on the other side of the ball could get some volume in this game. Now, I do want to say something about James Cook that, you know, his overall rushing share went down in week two, you know, with Latavius Murray, with Damien Harris getting a little bit more work. You know, obviously they don't have enough work to be fantasy relevant, but, you know, James Cook didn't get like, you know, 80% of the rushing share or anything like that. It went down to about 55% this week. Yep. Okay. Um, Seahawks and Panthers. Like, this one is an interesting one. Now, before I, you know what, before I get to Seahawks and Panthers, do you, you have any comments about the ones that I just mentioned here? Travis Etienne, Raheem Mostert, um, Gus Edwards, we talk, already talked about. Yeah, uh, Travis Etienne, huge opportunity for a bounce back after a rough week last week. His usage went down because the Jaguars were passing the ball like ridiculously high rate. I think it was 78% drop back rate. They were hardly running the ball. So I think. You're going to get Travis Etienne. He's going to have a better week this week. It was just a weird game overall for him against the Chiefs, so don't buy into that one game. We'll see if it comes back this week. But also, like you mentioned, Raheem Mostert. I wasn't big on Raheem Mostert coming this season, I'll be honest, and he looked pretty good. So, you know, I'm just going to kind of sit here, take the loss, and say, all right, he'll, he'll be fine. But, yeah, you, you laid it out pretty much. There's not much more to say outside of that. I really, really, really like Kenneth Walker this week. Okay. They're going up against Carolina. Carolina has allowed a ton of fantasy points so far through two games. 31 and a half fantasy points to running backs on a per game basis. That's the third most. They've allowed five touchdowns to running backs so far in two games. Okay, so, you know, more than four yards of carry. So I think Kenneth Walker, in a positive game script, according to Fantasy Life's game hub, this is going to be a game where Seattle's favored pretty heavily. So mm-hmm. I do think that Kenneth Walker, finally, he can get some volume and he can get the production to go with it, right? We've kind of been waiting. And Zach Charbonnet hasn't been as involved, um, you know, as some may, th- may, may have thought, right, um, to start yeah. the year. In the preseason, you know, he didn't really shine without Kenneth Walker there, right? But now you're looking at a situation where Kenneth Walker is really – Taking almost all the work, right? If I'm looking at, at least, fantasy, yeah. fantasy Love's utilization report, 74% of the rushing attempts for the season. All right. So that's absolutely ridiculous. So if they're going to be running the ball more in this game, in a game where they'll be leading, I think he's going to have a big, big day. I have him ranked as a mid RB1 this week. Uh, that makes all the sense in the world. You know, those were some points that I had on this one too. I was going to call that one out. But you mentioned his usage, like that's holding true. It's not just one week. Obviously, it's two weeks. But both weeks, you've seen the same usage. Zach Charbonnet sitting at 18% rushing share compared to Kenneth Walker. So that's Kenneth Walker's getting three out of every four carries. Zach Charbonnet's getting maybe less than one out of every five. You don't have to worry about Zach Charbonnet right now. Down the se- down the stretch, later in the season, maybe things change. But right now, the way it's going, Kenneth Walker is the guy in the running game. 100%, and you have nothing to worry about starting him against the Panthers. And they don't even have to score a whole lot for this to become uh, a positive game script game because the Panthers' offense sucks right now. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Bryce Young, he's a rookie. You know, we pretty much expected this to be the case, but they're even worse than I thought they were going to be. 
<laughs> so it's definitely something to be said there. There's going to be a lot of positive game scripts if you're a team playing the Panthers on a weekly basis. And it's one of the reasons why I don't love Miles Sanders again, right? This is this is a bad offense. Now, I do have him as my RB18 because, again, you know, war of attrition. So, you know, mm -hmm. Sanders, like, you know, there's a possibility that he gets game scripted out of this game. Okay, so that's that's the problem with on the other side of the ball, you know, for a guy who's likely going to get, you know, most of the early down work and Chuba Harper will come in for a lot of the passing down work. So, you know, we'll see how that works. Chiefs also obviously huge, huge favorites against the Bears um, at home. This is not going to be a good game at all. No. Uh, the Chiefs are probably just going to demolish the Bears. I mean, that's what I think. And who knows? This is. This is probably the Bears' first win here. Watch. Um, but, you know, the Chiefs, you know, I, I, I think Isaiah Pacheco a little bit banged up right now. So keep that in mind going into this week. Um, you know, he didn't practice. He, I don't think he practiced, either limited or didn't practice, but he's a little bit banged up right now. Um, Cowboys and Cardinals, Tony Pollard against the Cardinals. Like, oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> you can't wait to see yeah. this, right? Like, it's going to be <laughs> cool. going to be a show. Okay. Yeah. This is a running back, you know, I don't love this week, and that's James Conner uh, going up, up against your Dallas Cowboys. Um, you oh, know, yeah. you know, you mentioned that, you know, this could be a game where or just this is a defense that, you know, can be vulnerable against the ground or at least that's how you want to attack this defense. But I just feel like the Cardinals defense, Cardinals offense is just going to be so anemic against this defense that, like, I don't even know if they're going to get a first down in this game. That That's my problem. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that's drastic. I think they'll be fine. You know, they're <laughs> going to get a first down. I'd love to see that happen as a Cowboys fan, but that's not going to be the case. Listen, I think that the Jets got away from the run too fast. I think the Cardinals will have no choice but to stick with it a little bit more than the Jets did. So we could see a half-decent performance here, especially if Josh Dobbs, if they design some checkdowns for him and say James Conner gets a couple of those, that could be the case. But this isn't going to be a high-scoring game for the Cardinals. I just, I just don't see it. Like They played competitively against the Commanders and the Giants, but the Cowboys are a different animal. So <laughs> I'm not big on James Conner either this week. Like, All right, here we go. Do you view him in the same light this week as A.J. Dillon? If you had to pick between Conner and A.J. Dillon, who are you picking? James Conner. You think so? Yeah. I might, I, I might lean... AJ Dillon. <laughs> because I think Connor can still get like five catches in this game. Yes, that's possible. You know, but that's that's kind of yeah. how I look at it. All right, I'll, I'll give you that. That's the yeah. closest would you rather I think we've had with AJ Dillon, though, for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think yeah. so. All right. I think that's going to do it for this podcast, guys. Um, if, you, if you want my full rankings, they're, again, they're at upperhandfantasy.com. You can go check it out there. Um, also, just want to let you guys know real quick Underdog Fantasy has a special promotion right now, limited time offer. If you're not signed up with Underdog Fantasy, this is the best time. Because if you sign up, your first deposit will be doubled. Not by $100 anymore. Not up to $100 anymore. Up to $500. Your first deposit will be doubled up to $500. Okay, So if you put in $500, you'll get an extra $500 to work with. All right, Minimum deposit is only $10. You can get an extra $10. But you can also get an extra four or five hundred if you want. <laughs> All right, guys, use the code UPPERHAND if you want to do that. And uh, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow. We'll be talking tight ends and wide receivers going into week three. All right, guys, appreciate you. We'll talk to you soon. Zach, take it easy, brother. Bye-bye. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 